0: Hello there, and welcome to the SELA Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertson, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really love to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I love to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. I recently began my year end reflection of what my business did in 2023. And as I was doing this review and as I was thinking about my business in, in the last year, a question has kept popping up What do I need from my business in 2024 in this new year? It's a question I've continued to ponder because I already knew a few things. One, my season of growth is changing. You can listen to episode 25. Do you know what season of growth your business is in right now? To learn more about that? Uh, but also, I knew that the needs of my family are going to be changing this year. I know that I need to approach my health this differently this year and how my health impacts my business and how my business impacts my health. I also know that the type of work I'm focusing on, the products and services that I'll be offering this year is going to shift slightly as well. So what does this mean for my business, for this podcast, for my clients, for the type of content and events I want to create? These questions and a lot more that I've been asking have been at least in part been answered with some insight that I was given with the word gentle. I need a gentle business. I need a gentler approach to doing business in the new year. And I really love offering and giving gentle business coaching. In my first Grateful Friday email of 2024, I asked the question, what do you need from your business this year? And I shared a few ideas about what it means to me right now to have a gentle business. From the email replies I received back and the conversations I had, I am not the only one thinking this way. This idea of being gentle or having a gentle business or approaching business from a gentle perspective is something that I'm going to be leaning more into this year, and I'm sure it's a topic we'll cover here again in the, in the podcast. But today, I wanted to give you some, just a few initial thoughts that have come up as i researched this idea, and I've researched this idea before, and I'm revisiting it again, because now, as I take time to reflect, be quiet, be still, and listen, this idea of being gentle is becoming more and more important. As we dive into this idea, though, first, let's Let's take a look at what a gentle business is not. One, a gentle business is not your business running you. A gentle business is not where you're constantly second-guessing yourself and wondering what in the world to do next. It's also not reacting to your business, your clients, or the trend of the day, or what's happening in social media. It's also not moving from one thing to the next, throwing those darts at the dartboard or the spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. And it's also not knowing who you are in your business. Nothing fits right. Everything feels hard. A business that is not in a gentle mode, for lack of a better word here, it doesn't feel sustainable. You often feel like you're headed towards burnout and you're probably losing hope that your business could be different. You begin to dread your inbox and your business feels more like a burden or a job J-O-B you, you've created rather than the gift that it is. So let's flip the script here. Now let's take a look at what a gentle business is or could be for you. You ever had those moments where you've decided it's time to get a new car or it's time to get new shoes or it's time to, to buy some new whiz bang and gadget? And all of a sudden, just because you've been thinking about it, it shows up everywhere. I remember when I got my current car and all of a sudden the color of this car that I thought I really hadn't seen before was suddenly everywhere. (laughs) where did this color come from? Where did this car come from? Where have they all been hiding? The same thing has been happening to me this time as I researched this idea and really dive into the idea of what it means to have a gentle business. I'm now seeing it in marketing emails I receive. I'm seeing it mentioned in the social media posts of several of the people that I follow. I've researched this idea before. I've looked at what it doesn't mean to have a gentle business on in Google and on Pinterest. And this time, however, I am finding all sorts of new content and more businesses are showing up talking about gentle business, a gentler approach to business or gentle business coaching. That to me is telling. It means that we're all looking for ways to do business in a different way. So in a super simple nutshell kind of answer, I think a gentle business is having what I call a SELA mindset or a pause and reflect habit. It also means that you have some business clarity. You're not constantly debating or worrying about your business direction and second guessing every decision you've made. You also act in a proactive way rather than a reactive way because you regularly track and review the health of your business. And you stop trying to be someone in your business that you're not. You're not trying to stuff yourself into somebody else's idea of what you should be. And also, it's a simpler and easier way of doing business. It's it's less but better is what I've heard a lot of people describe it as. So are you ready for a gentle business this year? I want to share with you five ways that I think we can start designing or creating a gentle and sustainable business. Now, idea number one or way number one here is having a SELA mindset. And I got to give a hat tip to my friend and mastermind member, Kim Stedman, for this idea. She was talking in one of our meetings and she said, and it's about having a SELA mindset. I went, what? let's talk, let's stop and talk about this a little bit. And it's something I've had to dive into myself because it is an important part of SELA Studios, the SELA Society Mastermind. It, it is an important part of what it is to be on a clarity journey. And so I've had to take time to really process this and decide what do I think it means to have a SELA mindset. And I do think this is an important part of having a gentle and sustainable business. First, the word sila itself means to pause, to take note that this is important. We don't do that nearly enough in our business or our lives. We rush from one thing to the next. Developing habits that allow us to pause, reflect, and take note, and make note of the important things, this isn't a big part of having a gentle business. Because as we all know, busyness lies to us. It tells us that everything is urgent. It tells us that everything that we're hearing in, from, in our social media feeds, that's landing in our inbox, that our coaches and course trainers are telling us. This is how we have to do things. And if you're not doing it this way, it's not going to work. Busyness lies to us and leads to toxic hustle. And again, we all have moments and, and seasons in our businesses where we have to hustle. We have deadlines to meet. We have projects that we're trying to complete, things we're trying to launch. But those need to come in smaller moments. When that hustle becomes the normal mode of doing business and living life, that becomes toxic hustle. Busyness, constant busyness and toxic hustle is not a gentle business. So having a cealum mindset when where you stop and you pause and take time to reflect, that is what it means to have a cealum mindset, to pause and reflect, to take note that what you're doing is important. And it's not something to be skipped. That's all part of having a CELA mindset. And it's, I think it's one of the first ways to create and establish a habit of designing a simple, gentle, and sustainable business. I think number two is that we have some business clarity, that we are knowing your, our who, our what, our why, our where, and our how. A lot of stress in our businesses is from fighting for clarity, of not knowing what decisions to make. Second guessing the decisions we did make or looking at the opportunities and going, which one do I take? It's also a fight to decide where we're going to invest in our growth and questioning if we're doing the right thing or are we marketing correctly? Are we offering the right product or service to our clients? And this struggle can go on for way too long. Ask me how I know. And the longer we struggle with this question, the more stressed out we get and the more unsatisfied we we become with our work and our business. And that impacts how we do our business, how we show up for our clients, how we serve, how we market, how we convey the message of our business and how we can help people. But since clarity is revealed in layers and it comes by taking action, we find clarity. Clarity. We go out and seek it. We don't wait for it to suddenly appear. As Marie Forleo is, has said, clarity comes through action, not just thought. So even though you may not have complete clarity about your business, and I don't know that we ever get completely there, there's always more to learn. There's always more to discover. There's always more to refine. I do think that what clarity that you do have, that clarity can give you confidence to take the next action step to continue down that journey of finding more clarity and discovering who you love to serve, who you can help. What is the problem you solve? Why do you love to solve that problem? Where do you solve that problem? How do you solve that problem? And these are important steps that in our own clarity journey, again, that lead to the confidence to continue stepping forward, to continue serving our clients, and to stop second guessing our every single thing that we're doing in our business. And that leads to a gentle and sustainable business. Number three is that you have reflect and review routines baked into your schedule that you are moving from a reactive fire putter outer to a proactive action taker and planner. And this is one area that I'm really focusing on this year as I continue my journey into business clarity, as I continue into designing a gentle and sustainable business, is having these reflect and review routines on my calendar in my schedule. I have been on my clarity journey for some time now, and it definitely has had its twists and turns and topsy-turvy moments. And I'm not done. It is a journey. Clarity is a journey. It is not a destination. And I'm really glad for that because I would get bored if there wasn't something I needed to discover about myself or a better way to do business or what kind of clients or the type of clients that I want to work with and who can I really help. And me getting bored is never a pretty thing. You can you can ask my mom. She She lost a lot of hair over me getting bored in my younger years. So having these reflect and review routines, and the two that we've talked about here on the podcast before is a weekly business exam and business review. This is something that I do every week. And it gives me a more of a micro view about my business and what's happening from week to week. And then there's also the quarterly business review. And that's giving you more of a 10,000 foot view of what's going on. And you're taking all the things that you notice through each week and then you're also looking at your stats and the data that you're collecting about your business each quarter and it's helping you make proactive decisions about your business but decisions that you're not having to guess and wonder about so much now you have data collected and there's also a year end review that a lot of us do i don't do a, as in-depth a year re, year end review as uh, as many people do because i do conduct my quarterly business reviews but then i can take out all of my quarterly reviews and I even have more data that I can go back and look at. I can remember the ahas. I can look back at the projects and the goals that I set and how I did with them. So reflect and review routines I think are an essential piece of the gentle and sustainable business approach. Number four is you do know how you show up best in your business for your clients. You know who you are and not who quote-unquote they say you should be. You know how you can best help your clients and solve their their problems. In episode 26, it's called You Are More Than a Template. Do you know how unique you are? Actually, it's one of my top three episodes since the release of this podcast. I was just looking in my quarterly review. I shared the idea of owning your uniqueness and understanding that you are more than a template, a methodology, or a set of steps that you are taught. For far too long, I tried to be a different kind of business owner. I was trying to be the one that did follow the framework, the methodology, the personality of the person I was learning from. And while there's a lot of things that I learned from them, valuable lessons I learned, and there are parts that I could get behind and I could implement into my business, but it made business hard and it makes it hard when I slip into that mode again. Nothing fits right. I don't get the results that I'm looking for and expecting. I keep trying. I keep buying courses or I download more freebies or I follow another course to figure out what to change, and how to turn my business around. It wasn't until I understood my business personality that my business began to shift and change. It really was the catalyst for my business clarity journey. And once I understood that, it became clear what courses I could invest in that would help me move my business forward. I understood the type of marketing better that I need to do. And that is something that you will start seeing changing in this year as I work more towards gentle and sustainable business practices. And as I got to know the problem I saw, that meant I know my people better. So that informs my marketing, that informs the types of products and services that I want to offer them because I know I can help them solve the problem that they're, they're facing. Number five, you are simplifying or you're ready to simplify your business and stop trying something new every five seconds. We all have scenes where we're buying all the things, trying every new idea that comes into our field of vision, those bright, shiny objects. And I got to admit, that season can be fun and it can be great in many ways, especially if you're like me and you love learning new things. The trouble is we are constantly moving to the next thing. We're rarely implementing or we're implementing on the fly and not finding meaning and purpose in the work or able to track the results of what we're attempting. Then we think, okay, it didn't work. And that's probably because it was on the fly. We didn't have any forethought. We didn't have any planning or strategy behind it. Okay, so then it must not work. And well, how do we know without pausing and thinking and reviewing? But we're just moving on to the next thing. And so then we move on to the next thing. And then we move on to the next thing. And we move on to the next thing. All without taking the time, as we've been talking about here, to pause and reflect. Get to know you in your business. If you let this go on for too long, it becomes an exhausting way to do business and you're not able to gather the data that you need to make smart, intentional, purposeful decisions about your business. In a simplified business, you are making things way easier, or at least you have the potential and you can see the potential of doing things in a simpler, gentler, sustainable way. You most likely will have fewer products and service and you go all in on the ones that you know you can show up best. You know the ones that you can make a difference in the lives of your clients and customers. And you know what services to provide or products to create to help your clients. You're not trying once and moving on. You're actually taking a deeper look at the things that did work, where you see potential. You refine what worked and do a better job marketing and doing it again and testing it again to make sure that all the changes that you made were working and that your clients were responding to it. And you're falling in love more with the problem you solve, more than the solution that you provide, because you're getting to know your people. You're falling in love with the people you serve. And with all of that, a simplified business and a simplified way of doing business in a gentler way. Now, all of this sounds amazing, right? And does this mean that everything's going to be sunshine and roses afterwards? No, I, I wish I could tell you that, but no. But because you have developed a SEALA mindset, a, a pause and reflect habit, because you are finding business clarity, you're not constantly debating and worrying about your business direction and second guessing every decision. You're actually going out and finding clarity and you're taking action on what you know and you're gaining confidence to continue that journey. And because you are moving from a reactive state of doing a business into a proactive way of doing business and you're regularly tracking and reviewing the health of your business, because you stop stopped trying to be someone else in your business, you're not and everything feels ill-fitting. You know how you show up best in your business, and because you are making changes to simplify your business so that you can do business better and easier, this means you have developed the tools and the resource, and you've collected the data you need to make better decisions, more aligned decisions, and hopefully, over time, easier decisions. Because clarity doesn't come in an instant. It comes layer by layer. Well, a gentle business doesn't happen in an instant either. The clarity journey is a key piece of the gentle business journey. And as you travel down that path, you discover what you need from your business to create a gentler way of living and so that you are doing business around your life, not your life around your business. If any of this sounds like a journey that you would like to take, I would love to talk to you about it. And I would like to help you design your own gentle business. Again, one of the first steps to take is to discover who you are in your business today not who you were when you first started out. So I'd like to invite you into my Business Clarity Breakthrough Program where I guide you through your journey of finding clarity and finding the confidence you need to move forward in your business. A client who recently finished this program told me, I was ready to give up on my coaching business. Maybe it was time to shift focus and maybe God was through with using me to coach writers. I knew in my heart what I wanted to help them through and do but I was having a hard time articulating and connecting with new clients. Through Marta's Business Clarity Breakthrough, I was able to articulate a clearer vision. She helped me sift through all my thoughts and content to distill a message that resonated within my core and gave me the confidence I needed to continue with a more defined coaching and creating a business. And that's from Kim Stedman of kimstedman.com. She is a word shepherd and helps shepherd the words of the writers he coaches. In the Business Clarity Breakthrough, we go on this journey together of helping you peel back those layers of confusion to get to the core of who you are and give you the foundational pieces you need to design a business that fits you, to design a gentle and sustainable business. As we say in the SELA Society Mastermind, keep it simple, keep it sustainable, and steward it well. So if you would like help on your clarity journey, I invite you to visit celastudios.co forward slash breakthrough. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple podcast app your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.